immune to the system. Today is Monday, January 3rd. (laughs) Question mark. Yes. 2022. I said 2020. No, we're at 2022. Two years into this. 2020 also. Yeah, Yeah. it is 2022. Yeah, it is just a repeat of what we've been going through and going through. And until you guys stand up to the system, we will be going through this forever. Oh, yeah, that's true. But we are standing up and we are speaking out. And that's why we started our show, Immune to the System. But we have recently been banned from YouTube. Yep, immune to the system, as the name says, you know, we are the bottom of the pyramid, and those at the top of the pyramid, they may be trying to control us, but you know what? The top of the pyramid needs the bottom of the pyramid to exist, so we are the foundation of this all. And yes, yes, we got we got banned from YouTube. Because uh, we had it for supposed medical misinformation. Yeah, I mean, at this point, anything that you say can be considered misinformation. <sighs> it's okay, honey. And now we're on Rumble and we are on Spotify. So thank you for those who are sticking with us and listening to our show. Absolutely. Yeah, we, uh, we are immune to the system of censorship, hence the shirt. We are all Alex Jones, don't censor me. Don't censor me! And, uh, yeah, so, you know, we'll get into the whole YouTube banning and stuff later, but let's uh, let's catch you guys up first. Uh, on our week. Yeah. On our weekend. We celebrated New Year's in our new home. Just yeah. the two of us in 2022. Yeah, all of our plans fell through. We wanted to go out. It's not like we were, like, worried about Omicron. But, you know, we just, you know, all I love how you said all of our plans fell through as if we had plans. Honey, we didn't have plans. Our plans were to hang out with each other. Our plans to have plans fell through. We had plans to have plans? I thought our plan was to just enjoy our beautiful home. Well, I had plans to make plans to make plans, but, you know, that fell through. So, oh well. Anyways. Um, other big exciting news is we got a new hamster. His name is Hamilton because our beloved Hamela passed away. And no, she did not get vaccinated or boosted. <laughs> she passed away from natural causes after having a long, fulfilling, nearly two-year life of a hamster. She had a great life. And our cats, Cupcake and Muffin, miss her dearly. So we had to go out and get a new hamster. And I went over to PetSmart on the hunt for a hamster, and I encountered this PetSmart employee who, first of all, she just asked me way too many questions about my hamster purchasing needs, okay? I walked in the store, like, just to get a hamster, and she, this lady begins to ask me, she's like, well, what, what kind of tank is your hamster going to be in? And I'm like, it's a 10-gallon tank. I like to put it in this 10-gallon tank. It's called hamster TV, cat TV, because really this is a pet for my cats. And she was just appalled when I said that. She was like, if you put a hamster in there and the cats are watching it, like the hamster's going to go into shock and die. And I'm like, I had a hamster named Hamela Burger for almost, well, two and a half years, really. And she did not die from shock she died because she had a long fulfilling life in fact she survived from the car ride remember honey 
Yeah, she she went. She made it all the way from California to Texas. She was a hours. Hollywood hamster, okay, <laughs> and she's and she survived that trip, and she just died of natural causes. I mean, let's let's break this down for a second. She was interrogating you on how you were going to own this hamster. I mean, could you imagine if when you know you were going through the adoption process, they were like, "How many square feet is your home?" I mean, they actually do do that, honey. They, I mean, do, okay, do, hold on, hold on. That's not an accurate. That's actually not an act. Children and animals, they're not in the same category. And they're def- children and hamsters are definitely not in the same category. So that's not actually correct. But let me go back to this story. This lady was asking me where, where the hamster was going to live. And I was like in a 10-gallon tank. And she was like, um, it needs at least 20 gallons. And then I just looked at her like, no, it's going to go in a 10-gallon tank. And I'm... Anyways, it, it, it turned into this whole, like, interrogation process, and she was like, well, these hamster cages, 10 gallons is too small, and I'm like, well, the hamsters that are in your cages are 10 gallons, and then she tried to tell me, well, that's only because they're going to be here for a little while, and I'm like, okay, last week when I came in here, these hamsters were on sale because your other employee told me they've been in here for months, and no one wanted to buy them, and they were half off last week, and now they're full price. <laughs> it was really upsetting, honey, and I ended up just leaving because I, I was upset at how much this lady was questioning me about my hamster purchasing. Because the reality is, if I want to buy a hamster and then I want to take that hamster home and eat it, I should be able to do that. <laughs> Those hamster hypocrites. <laughs> yeah, they're hamster hypocrites. Anyways, hamsters and children are not the same. I think if you are going to adopt a child, yeah, there should be a little bit of an interrogation process. Honey. Oh, no, they no. They should ask some questions. No, they, 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 ask, ask. they ask you if you're a good parent, but they're not like, oh, you only have a thousand square feet. You can't adopt this kid. It's more like, are you good parents? Can you financially support them? Do you have a history of abuse? That kind of thing. Yes, which they should be asking those kind of questions if you're going to adopt a child. But I think if you're going to adopt a hamster, like if I want to buy all those hamsters and release them into the parking lot i should be able to do that <laughs> yeah y'all are acting like these are children they're not these are just little rodents you're just you buy and also most of these rodents are like fed to snakes or something <laughs> that's such a good point yeah it's like uh worrying about where the crickets are gonna go you know yeah it's it is, it is a little uh much let's just put it that way Anyways, I went to a Petco because Petco is way better than Pet Dumb because it shouldn't be pet. It's not Pet Smart. <laughs> it's Pet Stupid. Anyways, I go to Petco and there were these little tiny robo hamsters, like baby robo hamsters that were on sale and they, they were for adoption. It was a $10 adoption fee to adopt this little hamster and we named him Hamilton. He is cute. He's, he's very cute. He's and like a little tiny white cotton ball, essentially, if you're trying to, like, with eyes. And his cage is awesome, okay? I have, a, it's, like, filled with all a bunch of toys and, like, at least, like, six inches of dirt and all sorts of, like, different bedding for him to, like, dig around in. He's going to live a great, happy hamster life. Muffin, do you love hamster TV? Yes, you love hamster TV. And there's Hamilton in his beautiful 10-gallon tank. Are you watching hamster TV, Muffin? You love it. Hamilton.
This Hamilton. There's a ziggurat in there. It's kind of like a pyramid, but, you know, fancier. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of – he does live a really good life. I mean, you know, and, and what she's describing with the cat TV is so true. They're obsessed with him. They're literally, like, looking over the, the cage the whole time, just, like, staring. You know, they are breathlessly awaiting his every move. He runs in his little hamster wheel. Um, well, you know what? If we're going to be honest with you guys – as soon as Hamlet died, what we originally went and did is we bought a couple of mice, okay? A couple of rats. They weren't rats. They were mice. Big difference. Rats are bigger than mice, and rats actually don't even smell as bad as mice do, as we came to find out. So okay, we had, Animal Planet. Yes, this is Animal Planet. We adopted these two mice. I named them Bing Bong. We only had them <laughs> for a week. And I'll tell you what happened to them. They stink. I mean, they stink. Dink, so bad. It doesn't matter how much you clean the tank. These little things, they stink. They stink so horribly. They were cute, but they were stinky. Anyways, I thought that they were a great deal because I bought like two feeder mice. You know, like the mice that are literally fed to big old snakes. And they were adorable, but they just, like, stank so bad. And I was like, we can't have a mouse. Like, Hamela, our first hamster, she didn't stink. Like, her, like I, I was really good at keeping the cage all nice, and she just didn't smell. But these two mice, they stink so bad. It's not, like, literally rotten shit in there. So I called around to a different humane societies, and I was trying to, like, drop off the mice to the different humane societies. And I called this one humane society, and I was like, would you um, – do you guys accept like mice for adoption? She's like, well, if you bring the whole tank and all of their stuff, then sure. And I was like willing to drive. I was going to drive 30 minutes to go drop off these mice. Okay. And then um, she'd asked me where our address was and I let her know. And because we don't live in the area code, I couldn't drop off the mice there. And I called two more humane societies, but this was a Sunday and the other two places were cold. We were, they were, um, closed so i was thinking like what the hell am i doing like why am i about to just these two little feeder mice so i took the mice i put them in the little bucket i drove out to this field and by field it was like a parking lot area next to like dumpsters a field of asphalt <laughs> no it's um you know what? I'm already banned from YouTube, so PETA is going to come after me. <laughs> Anyways, I took him to this field. It was by Whataburger um, because I thought they could get, like, some of the food that's over there. And then I just released them into a bush. Oh, man. So the humane <laughs> societies were like, eh, you know, we're not that humane. We, we don't care about rats. And then you dropped them off at Whataburger. Hopefully there, yeah, isn't, hopefully there isn't a new uh, item menu soon that you see at that Whataburger. Well, the thing that makes me laugh is the lady who was interrogating me about the hamster. I was I wanted to be like, yo, lady, I just released two mice into the parking lot over there. Like, this, this little hamster, he's about to go in a 10-gallon cage. He's going to have a good life. Those two mice out there are fending for themselves. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm telling you, honey, there's a whole, like, hamster mouse youtube group like there's a whole like a whole society they, they would they would cancel me for yeah doing this. they're called nerds i get it yeah yeah hamster society rat society but you know what i feel like i'm a really great cat mom 
I may not be, I'm not a good like rodent mother, okay? But I'm a great cat mom. My cat, I do this for the cats, okay? This is cat TV. This is cat entertainment. It's not really like Hamilton. You're awesome, but you are cat TV. Yeah, and the other the other thing, like they really did stink. So like the right, mice. Yeah, the mice. The you know uh, our hamsters, <laughs> they're always inside, right? And so right now they're currently inside behind the cameras right now. They're in our main living room. You mean the hamster, not our hamsters? There's only one. His name oh, is Hamilton. I was thinking of you, Hamilton. I'm sorry. Yeah, Hamilton's long gone. Uh, but um, you know, these rats were so stinky. <laughs> they're we, mice, honey. Whatever. I, I'm sorry. I'm using a pejorative term. <laughs> you know, but no, it's we the mice we had to put in the garage day one because they were so smelly, and it, it still didn't matter because they stung up the whole garage. And I mean, I literally changed. I bought this really expensive bedding from this place called Pet Supermarket. It's in Dallas. It was this expensive like eco bedding that was supposed to like absorb all sorts of like rodent smells. It didn't even last three hours, and these mice had stunk it up, and it, the whole, the whole garage was just stunk up. It was horrible. It was a be- so. it was a bed for smells, yeah. So I'm- maybe I deserved that lady questioning me. Maybe she maybe she like could feel that I had committed this. No, no, the customer is always right. I mean, if you had bought those and then just released them into the store and then gave her the middle finger. Okay, you want to know the worst part about it? Actually, this is a good detail. Before I released the mice into the store, I called PetSmart and I said, hey, I have these two mice that I bought from the pet store. Um, Would you guys accept them if I return them back to you? And they said no. Yeah, so they don't care. So they said no. They They wouldn't accept them back. They don't. They don't care about these rats. They don't, you know. And the, I think the main, to me, the the main sticking point of your whole story was, you're not allowed to have them in a ten gallon tank, but they're allowed to have a dozen in a ten gallon tank. Yeah, and literally they were on sale the week before. Oh, and she was okay. She was mad at me too because <laughs> she remembered me because before I had settled on the mice, I did pick a hamster out of <laughs> out of there and I made her put it in the bag. <laughs> I had made her put it in this um, in because I was about to buy it. But then when I got to the gas register, I peeked into the little box. And the way this thing was looking at me with its beady eyes, like, freaked me out. And I just had second thoughts. So I was just, I changed my mind. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ham- Hamilton, he really enjoyed us. Hamilton, I mean, I saw him. He's He was cute. I, he's in his beautiful home. We'll show you guys his home. And, you know, he's doing just fine. Cupcake but yeah. is. But, but, honey, do you understand? She she also was like, she was like, are you going to change your mind again, too? And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, lady, just show me the hamsters. Quit interrogating me. If I want to buy all these hamsters and eat them, I should be allowed to. How Why di- are you interrogating me so much about hamsters? Man, you're a regular at PetSmart. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you're living that wildlife. That's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like the opposite of cheers. Everyone knows your name and they're sighing. <sighs> Her again. Uh, you know what? It's kind of nice that we're like banned off YouTube because I, I, don't, I don't even think I'd feel comfortable sharing this story. <laughs> Giving this hot hamster talk. <laughs> yeah, this is like a serious like hamster situations because you know what when we lived in LA 
I, for a minute, I got addicted to, um, remember when I was addicted to the betta fish? Yeah. Okay, so you, if you guys don't know, at Petco, <laughs> you can buy betta fish, and they're, like, in little cups. They're literally in cups, like, on the wall. Just all in cups. And I I will go to Petco, like, every day. That's what I I did in LA. For the uninitiated, a betta fish is, like, a fighting fish, and it can only live by itself. There, it's like the Highlander of fish. It, it when it's in the tank and it sees another fish, it will eat like attack them. It'll say there can only be one, and then it'll fight to the death, literally. So at the at the height of 2020, at one point, Eric and I had 15 betta fish in like 15 different um, tanks, and it was awesome. And I would share my betta fish on Instagram, and I would get all these people messaging me like, "Oh my God, Lila, like you know." The betta fish, it needs like a 20-gallon tank. And the fact that you have it in this three-gallon tank or that you have it in this cup or what. Because I, I would I would experiment with different types of vases and bowls. And I, I mean, to be fair, you know, she is a savant at setting these up. But, yeah, there were a couple of them that are like pretty bizarre. There was one that was a water dispenser. Oh, yeah. That was a great fish tank. Until until tank. our New Year's Eve party when <laughs> someone got so wasted that they tried to get water out of the water <laughs> dispenser when there was a fish swimming in it. Oh, yeah. That was pretty funny. But here's the thing. I would get a lot of messages from people who were, like, hating on me about, oh, this is how you should take care of the animals and this and that. And it's like, do you have a betta fish? Yo, your why fish tank game is trash. Why don't you go rescue the betta fish? Like, these betas are literally sitting in cups on the wall for like years and a lot of times when i would go i would pick the most pathetic looking one the one that's like you know like looks like it's about to die and i would take that one because it was on sale (laughs) (laughs) why did i get you son you were a bargain that's why (laughs) well anyways i i wish that people cared about people the same way they care about rodents and fish yeah i mean you know that's that's tough chance there you're asking for a lot. I mean, people don't even care about themselves. As you see in society, people are so cruel to each other about everything. I mean, uh, I, I guess should we segue into uh, the the censorship and how cruel people I are? I'm going to go to PetSmart and just go. <laughs> I'm just going to make that lady show me hamsters. <laughs> all day every day you pick her out no one else well wait, wait, wait just just to wrap up the hamster situation when i went to no let's do 20 more minutes <laughs> when i went to petco um and i went there i i saw the little robo hamsters for adoption and the guy asked me he was like what kind of Again, they asked me what kind of tank. I'm like, can you just let me buy this thing? Quit asking me what I'm going to do with it. So he asked me, what kind of tank are you putting it in? And I was like, a 10-gallon tank. And he was like, whoa, it's going to be living large. So this guy told me that my hamster tank was a mansion. (laughs) So at PetSmart, they are total pessimists at Petco. Absolute optimist. They just think the world of you. Yeah. There you go. Just just like what's going on in the world now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, let's let's just dive in deep really quick. So Diving in deep. Our our first episode got banned and when people It's because I said Michelle Obama was a man. Or that I was joking. Were you? 
I was joking. <laughs> Look it up for yourself. Yeah, she's. You've never seen a picture of her pregnant. Uh, there, that is true. But um, you know, I mean, there were so many things within the episode, you know, that were hot takes like that. I mean, I it, said masks were bullshit. I said vaccines were killing people. I mean, we we, we say that every episode, so <laughs> <laughs> it was bound I mean, to happen. Honestly, if you haven't, you need to download Telegram and go into the group COVID vaccine injuries. And there you will see everyday videos and pictures of people having vaccine injuries and or death. And uh, lately it's been a lot more death. Absolutely. There are there are countless examples. And yeah, I you know, the episode itself, I mean, the, the specifics of, oh, why did it get banned? I mean, it's more of the macro, the gestalt of it of, you know, why at all uh, do we have censorship in a free country for instance you know just I, like why am i getting questioned about a hamster exactly for for me we know, live in america let me buy up this whole rodent section <laughs> and release them into the field if that's what i want to do <laughs> exactly and you know for instance the, the classic example uh is like flat earthers Flat earthers are often like, oh, they're spreading misinformation. Well, I mean, they should be allowed to say whatever they I want. I think the world's flat. And I don't <laughs> know because I've never been in space. So I can't say that they're wrong. I don't know. Actually, I okay, I don't think it's like flat. I think that we're in like more of like a, a dish kind of thing. Oh, a, firmament, a firmament. Oh, that's cool. A firmament. How big is that, that dish? Because uh, Petco is going to have some questions. How many? You can't keep seven billion humans in that dish. It's ten gallons. That's, that's how big it is. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, if if flat Earth is such a stupid uh, concept, then you shouldn't be threatened by it. I actually think people trying to censor that concept actually gives it a lot more credence. Saying, "Oh, uh, there must be to me, there actually must be something to it because if they're trying to censor it, I think that there's something." In Antarctica, like behind the wall of Antarctica, like there's there's lands over there that we have not explored. They don't want us to know about. I mean, you know, there when you look at a globe, there is a lot of blue on that globe, right? And it is just it is pretty curious. Like, ha, have we? Do we really trust them that you know all like all the places of the water are just like you know just water? Maybe there's like. Maybe Atlantis, or there might, there might be something on the map that we just don't know about, and you know that's you where know all the billionaires I mean? go to. It's a great thing that we're on Rumble and Spotify now because we've got full tin foil hats. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, you you don't want to be like the truth tellers, like Fauci, who said masks don't work, then masks work, then masks don't work, or Fauci, Walensky, and Biden, who said. Oh, the the vaccine would prevent transmission. You know, you know, you want to be like them. They're always telling the truth, yeah. right? You know, th that's that's really I think the crux of it is, you know, one who is the judge of misinformation. Usually, it's a fact checker with no expertise on the subject. It's not like they're a virologist or a biologist. They're usually someone who works at Facebook. And so they know how to code or something, but they don't they don't know about the specifics of this. So I don't know why we're giving them the authority to say that this is fact or not fact like King Solomon. And, 
you know, for me, th this is a major issue because as things evolve and as we learn more, what was considered conspiracy theory is now accepted as fact. And this happens over and over again. For instance, conspiracy theory at the beginning of all this was, oh, there's going to be mandates on your vaccines to get into places. And then smash cut to, yeah, you need two, maybe three, maybe four, you know, to get into places. I just hate the, the like, the, even the phrase conspiracy theory. It's like just a, a way for them to call you crazy. And it's like, we live in America. We should be able to have different ideas and to talk about different things and not just be labeled as a conspiracy theorist because you don't agree with absolutely everything that I say. I'm sorry, I just don't trust the government. And here's what I think is really funny. You know, I'll ask my friends, I'm like, do you trust the media? No. Do you trust the government? No. Then why'd you get the vaccine? It's the two people that are pushing it on you. Absolutely, that's a great point. Like, because I trust the science. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they can't understand the concept that, you know, the media can be bought. Yeah, I understand that. Government can be bought. Yeah, I understand that. Scientists can be bought. And it's actually, they're very vulnerable to being bought because, you know, they rely on grant and research money to do everything that they do. And, you know, even more so, they rely on the being labeled as a peer review. So if, you know, at, for instance, at University of Utah, we had a lot of grant money that came from the Chinese Communist Party and other sources like that. And so the University of Utah can't be like, oh, we stand against communism because then they'll lose their grant money for a lot of their research. So <sighs> it, there's a lot of conflicts of interest that always come back to money. Yeah, that's so true, honey. And I mean, if you just think about it like in your own personal life, like think about I just know like in my in my uh, maybe as I've evolved, I'm not this way anymore. But like when I was younger, I'd have friends who had money and because they had money, I would let them get away with more things. Absolutely. Do you get what I'm saying? Or like just you just you rich people get away with a lot more stuff because mm -hmm. you're not seeing them as a person. You're just seeing like them for their money. Or even like just think about you at your job and your boss. I mean, they can treat you a much different way than you would allow pretty much any human on the planet to treat you because you rely on them for resources and so it's it yeah it, it's a it, you know it, it comes down to that place at all times and then imagine if you were making higher stakes money i mean some of these people are making millions if not billions for instance fauci is in charge of handing out billions of dollars and so there's a lot there's people with a lot more invested in this and so most of the scientists who are commenting on it actually have some ties to big pharma or the research institutions that rely on big pharma so this brings us to robert malone uh, he had a pretty major podcast with joe rogan and he is one of the principal inventors of the mRNA vaccine and some would argue he is the he, he is the most important inventor in that group and you know he doesn't have a financial incentive anymore he's retired and he doesn't really 
he he doesn't rely on anybody's money and so he can come out and say hey my own invention is being misused and he even took two doses of the vaccine and he regrets it because he talks about an adverse event that he had after the second dose he he had some form of heart issues and he had he has to be on medication now to deal with those issues and so he has a very unbiased view i mean you can't call him an anti-vaxxer he's more of a vaxxer than 99 percent of the history of the planet he has you know worked on the technology he has developed it he worked with fauci in the 80s I mean, this is someone who has ultimate authority to talk about this. But, honey, if he had billions and millions of dollars and he was paying people, then they'd probably want to listen to him more. But because he has no money involved, it's, it's, it's like this. It's like when a girl is dating a guy who maybe he's, like, abusive and mean and horrible, but he's, like, super rich. So she's like, well, he's, he's toxic, but he has money and he pays for things, so she'll let him get away with that. Whereas she might date a guy who's sweet, loving, kind, but then she rags him all the time because he doesn't make enough money. Mm-hmm, yeah, and that's why she loves me because I'm just so rich. Just yeah, you loaded. Rich, and you loaded. That, and you got that big dick energy because you got that big ooh, dick. Ooh. <laughs> And yeah, so I mean, you look at, you know, someone like Robert Malone and in the field of what he's in, he's got that big dick energy of, you know, people understand he actually knows what he's talking about and it's undeniable. And then you look at the other Fauci, he's got needle dick energy because he's obsessed (laughs) with these damn shots. Okay, because he's got a needle sized cock. One of my favorite jokes. But you know what? He—that's why he wants boosters, because boosters are boosting his wallet. Yep. Because that's the only thing that's thick with him (laughs) is that thick wallet, because he's got a thin dick, (laughs) needle-sized cock. Oh man, it's so great to not be on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah, we wouldn't be allowed for this episode. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I'm—I'm really jealous. I didn't think of that joke. That's a good one. Um, okay, I had to say this too. This is so funny. When I posted the picture of me and Eric on my Instagram and I was like, you know, our show got banned off of YouTube, I had some comments telling me like, how dare you use the Jew, the Jewish uh, yellow star on your show? And I'm like, that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the unvaccinated are the new uh Jewish. My favorite is when I get comments and people are like, you know, my, my family was in the Holocaust and I was like, yeah, well, and you should understand that this is the path that it, it led to. I mean, it, Jews were considered uh, disease-spreading vermin. and then I, that's love, how I they... love how they're so offended by a symbol and a show. And it's like, okay, you should be offended that people are being silenced and that accounts are being taken down. And, oh, my favorite one, too, is I got comments where people were like, well, what did you say, Lila? What did you say that made your YouTube account, I mean, your YouTube video get banned? Like, what what did you guys say? I'm like, does it matter what I said? We live in America. We should be able to say whatever I want. Just like I should be able to buy a hamster and release it into the parking lot if that's what I want to do. <laughs> Shouldn't be able to stop me from doing that. Yeah, and to that point, I mean, you know, uh, just 
like you know the Jew, the Jews of that time, they were forced to wear a symbol to let other people know, uh, you know that they were you know not of the superior race, the Aryan race. They weren't allowed in cer- certain places. They weren't allowed to even use the same stuff as a cer- as the superior race. Then they had to be you know pushed into an area, and and then they got sent to camps. And we're, we're pretty much only two steps away from that. And then in places like Australia, we're already there. Germany, we're already there. Austria, we're already there. So, you know, it's, it is a concept of they, they do one step at a time, and then very quickly you're at a different place than you used to be at. Just like, you know, you used to be able to just get on a plane, smoke a cigarette, you know, and now we have to take off our shoes and like bend over and, you know, get, get a little, uh, get a, like a radiation scan just to get into the plane. Yeah. Okay. I hate to bring it back to the hamsters, but I have to. I mm-hmm. just had this thought. Eric, so some could argue that the whole idea of a pet store is inhumane. Do you know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe those hamsters don't even want to be in the cage at all. We should just release them all into the wild. <laughs> and you're so knowledgeable about the 20... Ga- I'm, I'm just so upset about this. Yeah, I mean, it, Petco and PetSmart, they're like modern-day slave auctions. But for pets, oh my God, where are all the, the social justice warriors? You know, it's like... You know, at, at some point, the, the outrage runs so deep. And, you know, if she... If she, if she was so, uh, if she was helping all these animals so much, why don't you buy every single animal in that store, put them in your place? Yeah, lady. Yeah, we we got your ass. We got you good. <laughs> Anyways, we'll be seeing you next week. <laughs> yeah, because now I'm gonna go there. I'm just gonna go there and I'm gonna make her show me all those animals. One She's... by one, put them back. Put it in. Put them back. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to look. I mean. Do you think there uh, was a thing of, like, you weren't wearing a mask and she was? Do you think well, that... she was definitely wearing a mask and I wasn't. I, th- I think there's some discrimination there, I, I honestly. But... Also, I had an interesting experience at Target. This cute little girl was wearing a mask and her, her mom. Child abuse. Oh, she just was, like, looking at me and I just, like, I don't know. I just, she was looking at me with her eyes, like, why is she not wearing a mask? You know? Yep. Yep, because... Uh, and I smiled at her. It just made me sad. It makes me really sad when I see little kids in masks. It's like, they don't even have a choice. Yeah. They don't have a choice. It's like, if you are just... If your parents have bought into this, then you're kind of screwed. Yeah, you are. Absolutely. I mean, Screwed yeah. by Fauci's needle cock needles. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, you know, they don't... Speaking of which, Betty White. Oh, so sad. can't believe Betty White... Didn't make it into 2022. Passed away 99, 17 days before her 100th birthday. And if I was like Q, 17 was like, you know, a big number back in the Q days. <laughs> just, just saying. But, you know, Q was squashed yeah. a long time ago. That was Q, Q was pretty much like January 6th. It was staged by the FBI. <laughs> there may have been people who were following it, but uh, Q was FBI. But yeah, I mean, anyway, you know, so she so, died 17 days before her 100th birthday, but she's 100 in my heart. And, you know, you know, why are we bringing this up on the show? Well, because Betty White and she's awesome. Well, and her agent, you know, he came out and of the closet. No, no, no. <laughs> he came out and he announced that, you know, Betty White got her booster 
three days before she died, but that had nothing to do with it, you anti-vax conspiracy theorists. No, go get your booster shots, okay? Be like Betty White. Get your booster shots. And, you know, it's people were, you know, arguing with me and saying, oh, no, 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 he he's saying that she didn't get the booster shot. And it's like, no, if you read what he said and you parse the language, he's saying that the booster shot he determined was not the cause of her death that she got it but she didn't die because of it she died of natural causes now you know who's to know if he's right or not but i didn't know agents could perform autopsies you know because you can't determine the cause of death i mean we know that we know just as much as maybe it was natural causes maybe it was the booster but if you don't see the humor in the fact that this woman, who we all assumed was going to be towards 100, she literally had planned a 100 birthday party event that was going to be televised and all this stuff. They had promoted it for over a year. And if you don't see the irony of the fact that she took this booster that's supposed to help the uh, the vulnerable population of the old and the immunocompromised to survive, and then... Three days later, after the medicine, she dies. I mean, you are truly bought and suckered in by the system if you can't see the humor in that. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, honey. And I did see the humor in that. And here's that clip right there. Boom. Do you fear, do you fear leaving the planet? Oh, no. Oh, I'm, Come on. I look forward. I fear it. Oh, I don't. I'm so curious. We know, we all know everything about everything. My mother taught me this. We know the answers to everything or we can find out the answers. But the one thing we can't find out is what happens that moment after. You can, you can, you can think, you know. You can or think, you, can, you know, you can, you can, you can, you can re be religious, you can all those things, but you, you don't know for certain. Betty White, in January, the film and television legend will celebrate her 100th birthday. Betty White, 100 years young, will be in theaters for only one day. It's gonna be on her birthday. Mark your calendar, January 17th. That's cool. Isn't that fantastic? Betty shows no signs of stopping. Betty White. Betty White. Betty White. Betty White. Betty White. Betty White, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, I'm Betty White. I feel so fortunate to have had as great a career as I've had for as long as I have. Yeah, here comes the booster. Just days before she was set to turn 100 years old, legendary actress Betty White has died. TV legend Betty White has died just 17 days before her 100th birthday. We have some terrible breaking news to share on this final day of 2021. Beloved actress and comedian and American icon Betty White has died. The beloved actress died here at her home in Los Angeles just before 9.30 today while she was preparing for her milestone birthday celebration. The 99-year-old was very cautious during the pandemic. The booster. booster. Anyway, so yeah, that was my clip. <laughs> that was my clip of Betty White. Here comes the booster. Like Here the Alice. Here comes the booster. Like the Allison Chain song. Here comes the rooster. And yeah, I mean, for me, 
you know, you see, you've seen this in a variety of people. Hank Aaron, the uh, one of the great athletes of his era, the home run king. He died like eight days after his shot. I but mean, totally not coincidental it's a pandemic of the coincidences you know there we really need a vaccine for coincidences you know what it's funny to me is like it's it's a coincidence when it's vaccine related but anybody you can die with covid even when you don't have covid and uh if you're unvaccinated and you die and if you die at all you died of covid for sure and you know what for sure the vaccine would have helped you so that they do love to play the game on both sides of it and you know it is funny how the vaccine gets to take credit for the fact that there is a 99.97 percent survival rate so anyone who's vaccinated who gets the disease i mean if they get the disease a lot of them just test positive but if they get the disease they're like oh i have very mild symptoms it's almost like i'm not sick at all and it's like, yeah, you probably have a cold or the disease itself is a mild cold. And we were all duped into getting a vaccine for a virus that we didn't even need to get protection from because our natural immunity would have been a better vaccine. Yeah, and it, I think it's just, it's crazy to me how much people have just watched the news and believed in this narrative. Like, for example... I was talking to a friend back in LA. She has three shots, the two Pfizer's and then the booster. And she's gotten sick several times in the last two years. And she was currently sick with COVID when I was speaking to her. And I told her, I have not worn a mask since September 14th. And she was like, Lila, I hope you don't get sick. You better be careful. You better not get sick. And I was like, No, she was like, <laughs> Lila, <laughs> you better not, you better wear a mask. I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous. And then I was like, I haven't been sick in the last two years. So now I am just so determined to stay healthy, have clear skin, drink water, be in love, and not live in fear because I'm, I'm not going to live in COVID fear, you know? And I'm, I'm taking care of my immune system, I feel very strong. We are very strong, and I'm just going to trust that God will take care of us. That's so controversial, honey. Oh, scary. Trusting and loving God. What a, how edgy. Yeah, and you know what? You're so right. It's living in the fear of it. I mean, so you had another friend who was talking to you, and, you know, uh, she had two shots, and she had adverse reactions after, what, the first shot, and is now on heart medication. She is, uh, she was telling us about, um her friend who had three shots and was giving her crap for not wanting the third one and he was uh, he was saying oh you don't you don't know what it's like you know you haven't had to take someone off of a ventilator and it's like and she kind of pried into the questions of like so you got to take someone off the ventilator how did that work and he's like well it was a it was a friend of my mom's and uh, da, 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 da. and it's like I, I don't think that's how the ventilators work. I don't think the... The, the doctors are like, okay, now go, you go pull the plug. Who wants to pull the plug on this one? Step right up. Pull the plug. Kill this woman right here. Yeah, that's not how it works. I just, I just feel like there's been so much fear-mongering by the media. And we are constantly being told, 
you're going to get sick, you're going to die, you're going to end up on a ventilator. And it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy mm-hmm. when you're living in this fear and you're constantly being told that this is what's going to happen to you. And I wonder how many people got sick because they're, they were being feared into that. Or, I mean, just to buttress your point, and it's a great point you make, the stress that you're putting on yourself, yeah. the fear that will induce your immune system to work at a not as good of a rate you're not going to get as much sleep and then you're in a more vulnerable state to get sick and so it is truly a self-fulfilling prophecy like she said i mean yeah it's a stupid point for sure i that's a a big to me that's part of the psyop the psychological operation that they are trying to push on us is that yeah they want to make us afraid of everything because afraid of everything afraid of each other the main thing is why from a psychological perspective would you want everyone to be afraid because when you're afraid it's like you're easier to control yeah it's like being hungry you are you aren't thinking correctly you're in a fight or flight mode and so you're trying to you're trying to do whatever you can to you know alleviate the stress you're under and the real thing that would alleviate your stress is one, not listen to the legacy media, and two, take a deep breath and relax and understand my immune system has got this. You and- know, I also feel like too, Eric, like even last week I was having a lot of anxiety and I had to remind myself, like, no, like the whole world is under collective anxiety and that's anxiety and that's what they want because they're pushing pushing all this like fear and the scary stuff and you're gonna get sick and I had to like remind myself of that and kind of like take a deep breath realize that I'm in a great state great state of Texas I'm in a in a good home I'm in a loving relationship I'm in the my family is all healthy everybody's good and and to just kind of take a control of what I control I what I can control that's around me absolutely and as you know I love doing this show but now it's more of, I'm not in this, uh, before I felt like, oh my God, I got to wake everybody up. I got to wake everybody up, you know? But now I'm kind of feeling like, I just have to go out, be brave, speak my truth. And if I can just get into someone's heart just a little bit, maybe shine a little light in there to like, hey, let's think a little bit more about this, then it's totally worth it. If I could just help one person who's watching this feel like they're not alone that they're not crazy and that they can come and watch immune to the system and nice plug you know <laughs> yeah and you know I and, think- and maybe it's like uh, yeah it is when i really think about the depopulation agenda the amount right. of people that are dying the fact that we're all being banned and censored it, it does it does make me sad and does make me scared and it does make me feel like wow we're really living in war times and there's some people who are just la da da like they're totally oblivious to what's going on you know i remember another post um another comment i got was this lady she wrote she's like i've gotten both my vaccines and my booster and i don't feel like any of my freedoms have been taken away and it's like yeah, no shit, because you're allowed to go in everywhere. Like, what are you talking about? Of course you don't feel like your freedoms have been taken away because you're... Once I, once I did what the system told me, I feel like I ha- I, have, I don't have freedoms taken away. And it's like you, you, you still are self-censoring in a way and you still have to toe the party line. I think that's a great point you make of just, you know, the reason the common denominator of all the people who've been censored, it's not any specific information that they're giving. It's... Everyone who's been censored, 
essentially is saying this. There's nothing to fear, except the vaccine, but there's nothing to fear, really. You, this, this virus is actually not a big deal, and there are therapeutics to handle it. Like Peter McCullough, the, the, the most cited cardiologist in the history of cardiology, or Robert Malone, who is very, uh, he has a high authority in his field. Uh, all these doctors are actually giving you ways that you can handle this virus that aren't the vaccine and that's why they're being censored a lot of them are telling you yeah you can handle with cheap drugs but you know what i think it is honey i think that some people have become addicted to the fear it's Mm -hmm. like they're like in stockholm syndrome and they're like you're you're like in a toxic relationship and you're like kind of like you you get addicted to be being treated like shit you know and it's like and it's hard to imagine like being free like they're just they're in this stockholm syndrome it's like being in a toxic relationship where the government is a narcissist and you you become just so addicted to the pain. Yeah, you're you're anti-abuse. You don't like you don't like getting beat up by your spouse. Yeah, I mean, it is a real thing of like people are people don't want to admit they've been duped and so they are trying to get everyone else from the control group to the experimental group, and they're upset that right now the control group is looking pretty good right now. So I just, I'm really grateful, honey, to have you, to be able to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to live our lives, try to find the joy in the little things, and be happy and healthy. Absolutely. I, I, you know, I want to end on this note. I wore this shirt for a reason because when I first uh, saw Alex Jones be censored, I actually wasn't smart enough to understand the larger ramifications of it at the time. I was like, oh, one person gets censored, you know, what's the big deal? Then it leads to so many things like your our pre- former president being censored off of social media and then all of us being censored. And so we have to stand up and we have to fight and we have to be immune to the system or else the system will defeat us. You know what it is? It's kind of like it's kind of like disability. People don't normally think about disability until someone that you know or you yourself becomes disabled. Or you don't really understand what disability is like until you don't have that ability anymore. And what's really funny about disability is some people, like myself, are born with a disability. Some people become disabled later in life. And if you're lucky enough to reach an old age, you yourself will experience some form of disability. We all eventually experience it. Just like we're all going to get banned if we don't rise up, okay? So rise up, speak up, be brave, and tune in tomorrow night for another episode of Immune to the System with Lila Hart and Eric Abenante. We'll see you tomorrow. See you. So good. This was fun.